Welcome to the Pups That Play podcast. My name is Karen and I'm a pro dog trainer and fur mom and I will be your host throughout this journey. Together I'm going to be sharing with you training tips, tools, and strategies to help you create a well-mannered, calm, and confident family pet. The best part is we do it all through play. Around here our dogs are part of our family and we want them to live their best lives possible and have it be enjoyable for everyone involved. I am so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's get started. Welcome to the very first episode of the Pups That Play podcast. I am so excited for you guys to be here. Uh, My name is Karen. I am your host. And in this episode, I'm basically going to be sharing a little bit about who I am, why the heck you might want to listen to me anyway, um, what my vision is for this podcast. So kind of what can you get out of listening to it? And I am going to share with you what the heck do we actually mean when we say that we are going to train through play? What does that mean? What does that look like? So let's get started. So like I said, my name is Karen. I'm Karen Durham. I am a pro dog trainer. I have been working in the animal industry for, oh man, a long time. (laughs) I think I started in 2009. Um, So I will let you guys do the math on that one. Um, But I have worked in a lot of different areas and I have learned a lot over the years and I am still continuously learning to this day. Um, I started actually in the veterinary industry. I worked both reception as well as working as a registered veterinary technician. Um, I went to school for that. And I have also worked with shelters. I have worked with different rescues. Um, I've even worked retail pet stores (laughs) throughout the years. Um, I also got into the dog sport world. Um, I was on an obedience demo team. I got into agility and fell in love with that sport with my Sheltie years ago. Competed as well as helped run. um, Like I was part of a club that helped host different competitions and that was just so much fun and along the way I really fell in love with behavior it really kind of captivated me and I wanted to learn more about it different training methods um, what worked for some and didn't work for others and I just kind of fell down the rabbit hole and I've been taking courses I've taken courses by Dr. Ian Dunbar Um, I completed pro dog trainer with uh, Absolute Dogs. I did a mentorship with a professional dog trainer. And I just, I want to take this knowledge that I have and I want to use it to help people and their dogs. And I've also learned that our dogs are very individual and what works for some doesn't work for others. And I've seen trends also in what does work for most and that is actually training through play which is what we're going to talk about here um my big background was when i adopted my sheltie in 2010 and he was what kind of launched me into this career because he came to me with a lot of problems he was a sweet little dog but he had a very rough start in life he was not exposed to anything he had a lot of fear a lot of anxiety and I very quickly had to learn how 
was I going to get through this? He had severe separation anxiety. He had never been house trained, never been on a leash before, never really been anywhere, never been exposed to people or anything outside of his little barn that he lived in with a few other dogs, basically. And your typical training methods didn't work with him because he shut down. He was terrified. He had zero confidence. He was scared of his shadow, let alone the world around him. And I had to kind of dive in and learn a whole new way to work with a dog because it was something I had never dealt with before. And I'm so thankful for him and everything that he taught me because now I get to take all that knowledge, everything that I learned working with him over the years, that little dog became the best behaved dog I have ever had in my life. He, I could take him anywhere. I was never afraid of him running away. He was never on a leash. He could be taken to anybody's house, any place. It didn't matter. That little dog went everywhere with me. He traveled all the way across Canada. We went, he's been to Newfoundland. He was in BC and everything in between. And we were able to do everything together. We competed in agility together. I took him to fairs. Um, He was around when my kids were born. (laughs) Like life, life happened with that little dog and And it was all thanks to the different training methods and everything that I learned. And I want to be able to share that with you guys. I want to be able to show you that it is possible. It's possible to take a dog with zero confidence. It's possible to take a dog that has just no calm or no experience with anything or just no manners or or anything. And it doesn't matter how old they are. You can use training through play to turn them around and completely transform your life and the life of your dog because that's the other thing right if you have a dog that you know you can't trust or has severe anxiety or or just get super excited or fearful barking lunging jumping up anything like that you can't take them places and their world like their world revolves around you and what you do with them and if you can't take them anywhere or do anything with them because it's too stressful for you, it's too stressful for the dog, nothing ever goes very well, their world gets smaller and smaller. They start getting left at home more often. They go on less walks. They go on less adventures with you. Maybe you want to take your dog camping or hiking, but it just it doesn't happen. And then they don't really get to live life the way that they could because it's just it's not working for anyone. It's not fun. It's too stressful. And we don't want that, right? If you think about it, like think back to the reason why you got a dog. I'm sure you had a vision in your mind about what this was going to look like, what you wanted your dog to do. Maybe you wanted a running companion. Maybe you wanted a nice family pet that, you know, could hang out with your family, but also be fine when people came over to the house. Maybe you wanted a dog to go on adventures with, like whatever it is. And Maybe that's not happening because your dog just doesn't have the manners or the behavior or you're having some problems and then you don't get to do the things that you love and you don't get to do them with your dog and your dog gets to do less and less and their life becomes, you know, not as exciting and fulfilling as it could be for both of you. So we're going to change that. We are going to share all sorts of different things and a lot of it is based in play we can train through play. It's fun for our dogs. It's fun for us. And the other great thing about it is that it happens in very small windows in everyday life. 
So this, you know, isn't training where you sign up for a class and you go for an hour once a week for six weeks and then think, woo, we're done. This is training for everyday life. This is training that you can do, you know, for a minute here and there while you're pasta water boils or while you are waiting for your hair to dry or whatever it is. Training in those little day moments and training in real life for real life that gets you those results that you want so you can have that well-mannered, calm, confident dog that you can take places that you can fully enjoy life with and they can fully enjoy life too. That is my vision for this podcast and I'm so excited to be sharing it with you guys. So there's lots of different types of training out there and you know, there's training with adversives. Um, there's the typical old school training thoughts of, you know, I am the alpha and I'm going to show you, you know, what is wrong, basically based in telling our dogs like what they're doing wrong, punishing them for wrong. And then you have, you know, positive reinforcement training, reward-based training, um, which I had dove into deeply when I had my Sheltie because any kind of, you know, adversive or even talking not nicely to this dog in a certain voice he just shut down um actually I remember trying to clicker train him because I'm like oh yeah reward clicker training it was something I'm like I'm gonna try this I clicked the clicker and that noise terrified him to the point where he ran and hid under my desk he would not take food and he would not come out not for a long time. And so I'm like, well, this isn't going to work either. So that's the other thing that I love talking about and sharing with people is how to take these different training methods and different things and tweaking them to your dog. Because absolutely every single dog is an individual. Every single dog is different. They respond differently to different things. They find different things rewarding. They find different things punishing. And you can't fit them in a box. You cannot fit them all in a box. They're not all going to learn the same way. They're not all going to respond to the same things. So we as owners know our dogs best. So you actually already have the most important pieces of information when it comes to training your dog. We just have to show you how to shed light on them and how to use them properly to help get the behavior that you do want from your dog instead of behavior that they might be giving you that's less than desirable at the moment. So one step further from, you know, positive reinforcement reward-based training where we're rewarding the dog for everything is game-based training. And so I would still call myself a rewards, you know, positive reinforcement rewards-based trainer because that's what we do. We focus on what we want. We don't focus on what we don't want. Um, but sometimes you need to take it a step further and that's where games are involved and games are basically, there are different concepts, different concepts that we look at when we look at our dogs and kind of where they're at and where we want them to be, because that's the first thing I want you guys to learn is that it's not focusing on what we don't want. Dogs don't understand what not to do. We need to discover what we want them to do instead and teach them how to do that. Reward the stuff that we do want. Teach them how to do the stuff that we do want. And then the stuff that we don't want is going to fall by the wayside. 
But basically, playing like training through play is you take little games that you can play in five minutes or less, like seriously short, short sessions that you fit in throughout your everyday life. And these games focus on different concepts that help build these concepts in your dogs that help create that well-mannered, calm and confident dog. So calmness is one of our um, concepts. Optimism is another one. We'll dive into what that is. Proximity. So having a dog that wants to stay with you, that wants to be in your bubble, which is great for recall, right? Um, Disengagement. So basically stuff in the environment that we may not want our dogs to be chasing after or going after or focusing on. Having them learn the skill of disengagement, being able to disengage from that thing and come back to us. Uh, The concept of grit. So I don't know about you, but my Sheltie was a huge example of this is when you tried to teach him something or do something with him if it got even a little bit hard or a little bit kind of you know difficult for him to figure out what he was supposed to be doing he would shut down just that was it he was done he would shut down and that's not what we want right we don't necessarily want a dog that's going to just shut down on us all the time over every little thing so building the skill and concept of grit where they you know might encounter a little bit of an obstacle but they keep trying they don't give up they don't shut down there are so many of these different concepts and I'm actually going to dedicate an episode completely just to diving in to what they are what they all mean But games, we play games with our dogs and sometimes it looks like, you know, just teaching them tricks, which people think, oh, well, yeah, that looks cool, but where's the real value in that? Well, games-based dog training shows you the value in that. They show you, hey, by playing this game, by doing this thing with your dog, you're actually reinforcing this concept. You're teaching and growing this skill in them, and then that is going to transfer over into your everyday life with your dog. And that's when you get a dog that is more confident. You can take them places. They have confidence around you and around new environments, new people, new animals, new objects, all that kind of thing. You have a dog who is calm. So choosing calm behavior, you know, people come over, they're not jumping up on them in excitement or they're not barking at them through fear. They're just chilling out, maybe having a nice chew relaxing, hanging out with you, and you can visit with your friends or your family or whoever it is without that stress. It can be being able to go places or even being able to leave your dog if you have to go somewhere without them, knowing that they're going to be completely fine. Because that was another thing that I had to dive deeply into with my Sheltie was he had severe, severe separation anxiety to the point where like he would if I left him in a crate, I remember I left him in a crate because I had to, both my husband and I had to go to work and he ripped the skin off of his nose, trying to rub his nose against the door of the crate to get out. Just completely ripped all the skin off. It was completely raw and bleeding and like barking, whining, crying. And like he had an accident in his crate and then ran around in it and it was like smeared up the walls and between all the bars and yeah that was (laughs) and you know none of this is going to happen overnight that's the other thing to be very aware of is when you're working with a dog and you decide like okay you know the behavior that you're giving me right now is not what I want obviously you don't know what I do want so You sit down, you figure out, okay, what do I want this behavior to look like? What do I want life with my dog to look like? And then you slowly work towards that. 
how quickly or slowly you get there is going to depend on a few different things. It's going to depend on your dog, their past experiences, your commitment to it, consistency is key when we are training our dogs, but it's also going to depend on our dog, you know, how quickly they learn, how quickly they catch on, how you know, excited they are about working with us depending on what kind of reinforcers we're using. And basically, you can get there no matter what it is that you're trying to teach your dog, no matter what age your dog is, no matter what breed your dog is. But knowing these things and knowing that it's going to take some time and some dogs are going to learn some behaviors quickly and others are going to take a while. And that's why we also use management. That's something I'm going to share with you guys about too. But we will get there. You will always get there. And the best thing is that you have your dog's best interest at heart. And your just your life, you want your life to be the best it can be. And have your dog part of that. And have it not be stressful for anyone. And that's what we're going to do. That's what I do. That's we're going to share everything that you can do. Bite-sized tips and tricks and tools that you can use to get there. I promise you, you can get there. It takes a little bit of work, <laughs> but that doesn't mean it can't be fun along the way. And that's what we do through games. So I have so many exciting topics that I want to dive in with you guys throughout the life of this podcast. So I really hope that you are going to stick around and check them out and learn here along with me. So that is my introduction for today. Again, my name is Karen and I am so excited to be diving into this podcast with you guys. If you guys have any questions or you want to reach out or interact with me, um, I'm actually the owner of Prairie Pups. So you can find me online at prairiepups.com um, or on Facebook or Instagram at Prairie Pups. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out and email me at info at prairiepups.com. Reach out with any questions, any suggestions for topics you want me to cover on the podcast, whatever you want. I love interacting with you guys, so feel free to reach out at any time. And if you want to hear more and you want to get notifications when the new episodes come out, go ahead and subscribe uh, to the podcast on whatever platform you are listening to it on. So that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. And I cannot wait to talk to you in the next one.